Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be ever pleasing in your sight. You are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. In 1944, in Tegel Prison, just a few months before his execution, Dietrich Bonhoeffer raised the question, who is Jesus Christ for us today? Who is Jesus Christ for us today? It is a pointed question. It feels a little Baptisty, but probably the most important question we can ask ourselves. Who is Jesus Christ for us today? The church is often tempted to think about who Christ was yesterday. We read the Bible as if it is a history book, and we think about how Jesus has covered our sins in the past and given us his Holy Spirit 2,000 years ago as a parting present. Or we can think about him in the future tense, Jesus, the one who promises us all that we will be raised from the dead and reunited with our families, past and future. But that leaves us alone and unaffected today. And that is not the word that we've just heard read. Today, salvation has come to this house. Today, salvation is open to all of us at 11.03 a.m. Amazing news, heaven isn't tomorrow or many tomorrows from now. The neon open sign is lit up now. All we have to do is head in. Catherine of Siena, who I've quoted before, was right on the money when she said, all the way to heaven is heaven, because he said, I am the way. Life, fullness, joy, Christ, today. Luke holds up for us short little Zacchaeus as a bit of an example for his faith community. He is the last person Jesus interacts with before his trial and execution, the last disciple that he calls. And in some ways, Zacchaeus is the arch sinner, the one who has spent the most time on Skid Row. Luke saves his best for last. He is going to shock his readers. You want to know how to be a disciple? How to taste fullness and life? Look at wee little Zacchaeus. He is a disciple we ought to imitate. What I want to do with us this morning is highlight the three movements of Zacchaeus's discipleship. What might we learn from him today? In some ways, I am holding up three notes from his life. And as they are played together, they form the chord called discipleship. The first movement is obedience. Obedience, it's not a word we hear often in church, but a word I do think we need to dust off. Obedience, it's a willingness to be spoken to and a readiness to respond to Jesus. Zacchaeus hears his name, and part of following Jesus is hearing our own names, owning our own names. Yes, I am Zacchaeus, sinner and perfect and rough hewn. Here I am, present. His name is more than who he is in that moment. A name is who you've always been, 
the entire warp and woof of your life, right there in your name, Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree. This is why obedience, though, is so hard, because we are often asked such challenging things, just like Zacchaeus. Jesus asks us to release what we are clutching onto. The sycamore tree is leafy and full of coverage, and Jesus' word to him is also to come out of hiding. To be a disciple, we cannot hide from ourselves or from Jesus, and we must come down from our high places, those places where we like to separate ourselves from others. This is the movement of obedience, the first note of discipleship. The second note involves a greater degree of vulnerability. Zacchaeus opens his home to Jesus. He had no time to ready his house, no time to red up. You didn't know Zacchaeus was a Pittsburgher. God only knows what is running through his mind as the Son of God shuffles through the front door. But he takes the risk. He rolls the dice. He has deep pockets and a lot of money, but he has an abyss in his heart that he can't shrug off. He's desperate. Maybe, maybe this man Jesus won't reject me, scorn me, kick me to the curb the way other religious folks have. This is radical vulnerability and risk. But Luke wants us to see that to experience salvation today, we need to take this step. We need to open up the nitty-gritty part of our parts of our lives to Jesus, not just the foyer and the china cabinets of our souls, but the attic and the basement and the cracks in the walls and the dust in the corners. Jesus came to seek out and save the lost. Yes, that means the lost parts of ourselves. The third movement is the post-meal confession of solidarity. Zacchaeus has found himself step out in obedience. He has opened himself up in vulnerability, and now he takes action. I am going to give all that I've stolen back. This is an amazing moment. His conversion has come full circle. In essence, Zacchaeus says, I have been an outsider my entire life, a victim of life's undertow, and thus I have kicked and struggled and cheated my entire way through. Now I must stand in solidarity with the outsider, my former self, all the other Zacchaeuses in the world. Yesterday, I was a dishonest competitor in the Roman regime. Now, I am a redeemed child in the family of God. This changes everything. Interestingly, Zacchaeus' name means the righteous one. The dirty, shyster type, the arch sinner in Jesus' company is the saint ablaze with righteousness. The one whose life was trapped in the guilt of yesterday and the dread of tomorrow is, thanks to Jesus, brimming with salvation today. His heart is a full chalice of life today. I've outlined three movements. I didn't give them these names, but you may have noticed that I have just outlined faith, hope, and love. Faith to let go of those things I clutch to Hope to open up myself to a new future. To recognize that the future is always bigger than the past with Jesus. And love to stand in solidarity with the outsider. 
These are the three notes of a life well lived. And when they are played together, they form a chord of depth and resonance that we call discipleship. Who is Jesus Christ for us today? He is the bringer of life. He is Lord. He is one who elicits our faith, inspires our hope, and generates our love. And he gives us his spirit, his very life. Together, we instruments are joined in what we call church. And we all, playing our little Zacchaeus-sized part, are joined together in making the song of salvation. Forget yesterday, and let's not worry about tomorrow. Let's sink into the life of discipleship and find ourselves alive in a whole new way. It's called salvation, and it's for you today. Amen.